Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Living Better in San Diego, a public service presentation of the Intercom San Diego radio stations. I'm Gary Lee. Each year, Poway on Stage is responsible for putting together and presenting a lineup of big-name talent from the worlds of drama, dance, music, comedy, and more. Poway on Stage is also introducing local children to the arts through their arts in education programs and performances. Joining us this morning is Poway on Stage President and CEO Michael Rennie. Welcome, Michael. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Great to have you on the show again. Good to see you. Always a pleasure seeing you and, and having you on the show. For anyone who has missed the times you've been on before, how about a little background information on Poway on Stage? Sure. Poway on Stage is a uh, not-for-profit organization uh, that has an exclusive contract with the city of Poway uh, to present a professional performance series. So basically, we're the booking agent for nationally and internationally touring acts uh, that are presented at the Poway Center for the Performing Arts. And, and Poway on Stage isn't the original name, is it? It's a it's a DBA, a doing business as for our full name, which is the Poway Center for the Performing Arts Foundation, uh, which is a bit of a mouthful. And uh, so we went through a rebranding uh, in conjunction with our 25th anniversary, which was about four and a half years ago. Um, you know, did a did, did what marketers do, did a little market research, kicked around some terms, did some brainstorming, uh, and came up with the much more succinct uh, term Poway on stage, because mm-hmm. uh, we thought that really you know better represented what we do, presenting uh-huh. nationally and internationally touring talent on stage in Poway. So what is the mission of Poway on stage? Uh, our mission is to entertain, educate, uh, and enrich through powerful live performances. Uh, we do that uh, several different ways. Primarily, we're known for our professional performance series, which, as I said, is about, about 12 to 14 shows each year, music, dance, theater, comedy. We also have uh, an arts and education initiative, which is designed to help shore up some of the losses of arts programs in our public schools. Um, so in inch, each instance, we feel like we're using powerful performances to, as I said, entertain, educate, and enrich. Let's let's talk about the arts and education program. For uh, Again, you're not just all about putting on shows. A big part of what you do is educating people, too. Yeah. Poway on stage has been around for um, next year will be our 30th anniversary. And about 20 years ago, uh, the school district, Poway Unified School District, was going through some pretty severe budget cuts. And as, a, as is often the case with schools, uh, when the budget gets tight, arts programs get slashed. So our board of directors at the time took uh, what I consider a pretty progressive viewpoint. They said, you know, part of our mission is to be the, you know, the stewards of the artistic health of our community. So we can't really just sit idly and watch these arts programs disappear from our schools. So they uh, very foresightedly created a series of programs, you know, designed to give kids uh, an arts experience in schools. Um, and the reason I say that that was uh, foresighted in nature is because uh, we hear in the arts time and time again that it's exposure to the arts at a young age that mm-hmm. really leads to a lifelong um, relationship with the arts. You know, kids who don't have exposure to the arts tend to grow up to be adults who find the experience uh, intimidating. 
or off-putting. You know, I hear from adults all the time who, you know, they'll kind of pull me aside and say, look, do I have to, you know, do I have to dress a certain way when I come to the theater? Do I have to speak a certain language? And, uh, you know, our mission is to break down those walls. We want everybody coming into these spaces. We feel, uh, you know, especially in this digital age, the experience of sitting shoulder to shoulder with your neighbors and having a shared live experience yeah. is, uh, Can't is valuable. Yeah. yeah. Now, now the programs, the arts and education program, is that just for uh, students in the Poway area? Primarily, yeah. Our focus has been in the Poway Unified School District, which uh, you know this gets a little this gets a little granular. But um, the Poway Unified School District actually extends deep into the city of San Diego. Mm-hmm. School districts are kind of like water districts; they sort of you know they conform to the area of need. So Poway School District includes Rancho Bernardo, Rancho Penasquitos, Forest Ranch, of course, Poway itself. Um, so all in all, we serve uh, I think about 26 schools with hmm. various types okay. of arts and education programs. Probably our, 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 our flagship program is our annual youth theater camp. Mm-hmm. We do this every March, um, and it's an amazing program. We have open auditions on stage at the Poway Center uh, on a Monday afternoon. Uh, we have usually between 150 and 180 kids who turn up for this. From that, about 70 kids are cast. They go into rehearsals that night. Uh, they rehearse after school, Tuesday through Friday. And then that Saturday, they put on two uh, performances of a uh, all-new musical theater production. So they go from audition to rehearsals to performance all in just six week. days, all free of charge. So the families oh. and the kids don't have to pay anything to participate in it. The whole, the whole program is uh, underwritten by supporters of Poway on stage. Uh, and we hear time and time again from the parents that for a lot of these kids, that's the only arts education they have in their schools. And because it's open to kids K through 12, and because we've been doing it for 20 plus years, you know, we've seen kids literally grow up through this program. We've seen them go from uh, kindergartners through high school and on. So anybody can, and how how do they sign up, or how do they just go to the audition? Yeah, uh, there is a there is first? an o- there is an online form that you can fill out in advance. Uh, we ask people to do that because it makes it easier for us to administer. But people can just show up. Uh, best thing to do is to you know monitor our website, powayonstage.org. We'll have information on how auditions are conducted and when. And uh, you can always you know like every arts organization, you can join our email list so you'll get a little nudge about the auditions. But yeah, anybody who knows a child. K through 12 that has a proclivity toward acting or, you know, in some cases, we've seen incredibly introverted kids come Mm -hmm. into this program and just develop a whole new toolkit for interacting. We've had parents come to us and say, you know, my boy was one one boy in a house full of four girls and he was just always being just kind of beat down into submission by his more uh, his more uh, uh, extroverted sisters. But now, you know, now he's found his inner thespian, his inner ham, and he's able to sort of, you know, grow a backbone and stand up to his sisters. And I don't know, maybe that's not the best example of arts education's uh, um, productivity. But it's bringing things out of him yeah, that he couldn't exactly. bring out otherwise. Yeah, exactly. It's bringing things out of kids that they wouldn't otherwise have. Right. Do you know what the uh, the production is going to be next year that they're going to be so doing? So this year it's going to be Sleeping Beauty. Um, the program is conducted by a, a nationally known children's theater organization called Missoula Children's Theater, uh, and they usually write their own brand new uh, version of a fairy tale. It's usually something that's in the public domain. So it's uh, it's familiar stories, but with a new twist, new music, um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a phenomenal process. Like I say, the uh, the process takes about six days. The uh, educator directors who administer it show up in a little pickup truck, in the back of which are all of the costumes, props, set pieces, scripts that they need for the full production. 
They roll in at about 3 o'clock on a Monday, open the doors for auditions at 4 o'clock. Uh, the whole thing's done by 6 o'clock that evening, and then the rehearsals start, and uh, it's all wrapped up six days later. That's so cool. I like that. Yeah, it's very cool. And and uh, uh, this this takes place, you said, in March, right? This takes place in March, yeah. This year's production, I think auditions are... Uh, they are on um, March 9th, and then the show itself will be on March 14th. Okay. And uh, another part of your uh, arts and education is uh, Introduction to Instruments. Tell us about that. Yeah, this was a program that was uh, drafted by one of our former board presidents who was actually a mu- music educator himself. And uh, it, it occurred because the school district had slashed its fourth grade band program. That used to be that used to be the first age at which kids could start to you know participate in band. Um, so what we crafted was a series of assemblies where we will bus uh, every fourth grader in the district to one of four locations, either the Poway Center for the Arts or one of three high schools that have uh, you know, pretty advanced performing arts facilities. Um, and then the high school students, again, either the Poway High students at the Poway Center for the Performing Arts or some of the other high schools in the area, they'll create a show uh, designed to feature the various types of musical instruments, brass, woodwind, percussion, strings. Uh, and they'll put on the show for between uh, four and 800 fourth graders that we bus into the assemblies. And the, uh, the, the, the magic behind these assemblies is that, you know, to fourth graders, high school kids are rock stars. So the level of engagement for a fourth grader watching a high school student play, you know, a popular tune or the theme from a video game or a movie uh, theme that they recognize on the bassoon or the violin or the trumpet, uh, you know, it's exciting for fourth graders. And they start to think, oh, this is something I could do next year in fifth grade. And do the fourth graders get to play the instruments themselves? Uh, they, you know, we do this thing before the sh- before the assembly. It's actually hosted by our our supporters, Bear Trans Music. Uh, we call it a, a, the instrument petting zoo. <laughs> so uh, the Bear Trans will be out in front while the kids are lining up, and they'll pass around trumpets, flutes. Uh, clarinets, violins, etc., so that the kids at least get a tactile experience. Um, you know, not a whole lot of world-class performances coming out of the kids at that point because most of them are touching the instrument for the first time. Right. Um, but, you know, there is such a tactile quality to those instruments. You know, they're shiny or they've got a lot of buttons on them or they've got strings. So, you know, it just kind of heightens the experience for the kids to have a, a tactical experience before they see the instrument actually put in use. What instrument do you think the kids seem to be drawn to the most? Oh, that's a good question. You know, in the assemblies, it's usually the, the, the funny sounding ones. So like <laughs> bassoons and oboes always get a big reaction from kids because they just, you know, they sound right. kind of squonky. Um, but, uh, you know, each high school does it a little differently. The assemblies are, are, are handled a little differently. And, uh, the one at the Poway Center, which is one of my favorites, it's almost like this uh, big game of name that tune. So, um, you know, the uh, band director, Mike Cook, will have a violinist get up and play a tune uh, that these fourth graders all know. Again, it'll be like a theme from a video game that I've never heard of or a theme from a movie that I've never heard of. Or it'll be Old Town Road, which every fourth grader yeah. in the world goes absolutely <laughs> crazy for. And they'll hear it played on, uh, you know, a violin or a French horn or what have you. And, you know, again, it really connects with them because... You know, at best, they've probably seen these instruments uh, more in a classical environment, right. you know, or played by Bugs Bunny or something. So to see an actual popular song performed on the instruments, you know, kind of makes a connection with them. Another part of the uh, arts and education program 
And this is a, a, a new thing you've got at uh, Poway on stage. That's arts ed on stage, right? Yeah, we, we made a commitment this past year to expand arts and education. This is something, like I said, that our, our board committed to 20 years and which has been uh, tremendously successful, and uh, we want to grow that success. So this was our attempt to kind of bridge the gap between arts and education and our professional performance series by giving the kids uh, a taste of what it's like to see you know, the professional shows. So we're doing a, a couple of bus in assemblies where we're going to bring in, you know, seven, eight hundred kids via bus to watch a show in our space. Um, and uh, these shows will have uh, some sort of interactive component, either a Q&A with the uh, artists on stage. Uh, we'll be preparing study guides in advance so that the kids will have some experiences leading up to the show that will inform their experience of the show. Uh, in April, or excuse me, in October, uh, we're doing a show called Pirate School, and there's this very entertaining uh, educator thespian who does this very interesting pirate act. And the uh, the show that we're presenting in October has an anti-bullying theme, which of course is a very very hot topic in mm-hmm. you know all age levels at this point. Right. Um, and he's going to approach the topic through the eyes of a pirate. And oh, uh, wow. like I said, there will be some some uh, uh, study guides and 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 uh, support materials that the children will have access to via their classroom experience leading up to the show. So they'll you know they'll have a they'll have they'll go into this with some knowledge of what they're seeing and some some background that will inform the experience Um, and then the other one we're doing is in march and this one's amazing Uh, there's this group called the catapult shadow dance company some of your listeners may remember them from america's got talent they were season eight's winners Uh, and it's a it's a dance company that perform behind like a frosted screen so at the front of the stage closest to the audience there'll be this frosted screen Uh, there'll be a very bright light at the back of the stage and uh, the performers, using distance between the light and the screen, you know, are able to create these incredible, almost like shadow puppets, but much more elaborate. So the, the performers can grow in size or diminish in size, depending on how close they are to the light or how far away from the light they are. Huh. They can create dragons and, and elephants and frogs and all sorts of crazy shapes. You know, we, we've all probably seen the, you know, the shadow shadow puppets people right. make by taking the shade off the lamp and sure. sh- casting the shadow on a screen. Imagine this with a troupe of eight to ten dancers using their entire bodies to create those shadow images. Um, and once again, the kids will have some learning tools prior to the event that speak about, you know, perspective and light and uh, and shapes. And so they'll, you know, they'll come into it with a vocabulary that will inform the whole experience. That sounds great. Yeah, it's fun. Now you have uh, your summer concert series. Um, you've got a show coming up later this month, right? Yes, um, this is new for us too. Uh, the Poway Center for the Performing Arts is typically uh, closed, or as we like to say in theater, dark for the summer. The city of Poway owns that building, and they usually close it down to do maintenance projects and whatnot, which uh, we understand. But you know, we're we're presenters at heart, and we like putting on shows. So uh, so we started this partnership with Bernardo Winery uh, last summer to host concerts at their beautiful facility. Um, last month we had A.J. Croce performing a show called Croce Plays Croce, which of course was AJ playing the works of his father, the late Jim Croce, phenomenally well attended, you know, in the bucolic setting of Bernardo Winery and under the shaded trees and market lights. It's just perfect environment yeah, for really acoustic nice music. There. So uh, so what we're doing later this month is uh, presenting Sarah Watkins of Nickel Creek, a local girl who's made very good. Uh, of course, Nickel Creek or Grammy Award winning bluegrass band. Uh, they're no longer together, but... Um, 
we just found out recently that uh, Sarah will be accompanied on stage with her brother Sean Watkins. Nice. So this will be essentially a you know two thirds of a, a, Nickel, a Nickel Creek, Creek. reunion. <laughs> so uh, so that's a lot of fun. It's at the Bernardo Winery, but again, people can find information about that at PowayOnStage.org. Um, we've got VIP tables down front where you can get a you know charcuterie tray and and glasses of wine and. There's box dinners to be had, and uh, of course the wine and beer and non-alcoholic beverages are flowing. So it's it's really a great summer evening. And and this is uh, August 25th, right? August 25th. And the time? Uh, doors at 5:30, show at 6:30. All right. So now your 2019-2020 uh, professional performance series uh, at the Poway Center for the Performing Arts is where the shows take place. One of my favorite places to to see a concert yeah. or a show. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the the uh, sure. center there. Yeah, the city of Poway has a beautiful facility there. Um, it's about it's about 30 years old, and it's uh, you know it, it's a little off the beaten track. It's on the eastern side of Poway, so you know unless you've been to the center for a show or unless you live in that area, you, you may not have driven past it. Um, but it's well worth finding. It's a gorgeous facility, about 800 seats, these huge 70 foot plate glass windows that gaze out to the east. Um, really, really impeccably maintained because it is a city facility. You know, they've got all the city resources to keep it in tip-top shape, including state-of-the-art sound. Um, really one of my favorite places to see a show in the in the, in the the county. Yeah, me too. Like yeah. I said, it's it's a, it's a great place. The acoustics yeah. are terrific. Everything. Yeah, acoustic music plays just as well there as a full, uh, you know, rock, jazz, or, or classical uh, combo. Yeah. Now, your first show. Uh, this uh, upcoming season is October 4th, right? So we actually have a, our first show back at the center is uh, September 28th, and we've got a show called The Greatest oh, Love okay. of All. This is a, uh, a tribute to the late, great Whitney Houston. Um, it stars a woman named Belinda Davids, who won uh, basically South Africa's equivalent of, uh, of American Idol. So uh, we thought it would be great to pay homage to the, uh, the late, great Miss Houston uh, with a show that has just gotten rave reviews. This show promises to bring all of the uh, pageantry and sizzle of a Vegas show to, uh, you know, the relatively smaller confines of an 800-seat theater like ours. Um, so that's our first show back at the Poway Center uh, in September 28th. After that, on October 4th, uh, we welcome uh, somebody I've been following for the better part of two decades now. And, uh, you know, he's one of those artists that you either have never heard of him or you probably love him. His name's uh, Jake Shimabukura, and he is the undisputed master of the ukulele. If you're thinking, you know, tiptoe through the tulips, <laughs> you, you, you got to recalibrate a little bit. Jake plays the ukulele, you know, like Jimi Hendrix plays the guitar. Yeah. Ain't no uh, tiny Tim. Yeah, and yeah. what he does with four strings is just uh, amazing. You know, he'll do fully arranged versions of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody or While My Guitar Gently Sleeps, uh, all on four strings. Um, he has a number of original compositions as well. Uh, he toured for the longest time as just a solo artist, but these days he's touring with a, uh, a bass player and I think a, another guitarist. But just a charming soul and really, uh, you know, his motto is peace, love, and uke. And yeah. he just embodies that whole spirit of aloha. Uh, comes out into the uh, lobby after the show to take pictures with everybody who will, uh, you know, wait around to do that. And uh, we uh, we last had him in 2012, and I've been trying to get him back ever since. But he's uh, he's just in high demand, and uh, we're just very happy that the scheduling worked out for us this year. So he'll be back uh, October 4th. October 4th. And then uh, back to the garden. Uh, in Monterey, uh, 67 Revisited, 
That's October 12th. Yeah, uh, Back to the Garden, uh, as you well know, are a local band that uh, really excel at the music of the 60s and the 70s. They've done some phenomenal shows for us over the years. They did a show years ago called Woodstock the Concert, which, mm-hmm. as you can imagine, featured highlights from uh, from Woodstock. Uh, they did a show uh, a couple of years ago called Sounds of the Laurel Canyon, which featured all of the great singer-songwriters that came out of the Laurel Canyon scene in the late 60s and early 70s. Last year, they did a show called Beatles Alone Together, which sort of imagined uh, what if the Beatles got together and played all of their solo hits. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've done, they've really carved out a niche for themselves doing these excellent theme shows. And the theme that they brought to us this year was uh, the Monterey Pop Festival 1967, which you know is largely credited with kicking off the uh, you know the peace and love movement of the 60s. So they're going to do songs by you know Simon and Garfunkel, The Who, Jimi Hendrix, The Birds, Grateful Dead, Jefferson Airplane, wow, you know nice. virtual who's who of the yeah. uh, West Coast. Well, not just West Coast, but the virtual who's who of the you know late 60s music scene. And they nail it to a T. Often they round out their own um, lineup with several guest artists to feature on certain numbers. And one of my favorite things that we present at the Poway Center are these what I like to call local music showcases. And back to the garden really just take it to a next level yeah i saw them at the the uh, beatles show yeah and that was uh, phenomenal yeah. Yeah. incredible uh we are running out of time no way we're going to get through all of the shows that you've got coming up but you do have um let's see steve poltz with eagle songwriter jack temption coming up also melissa etheridge melissa etheridge coming in november um yeah tremendously excited to be bringing her to the center um, we've got a holiday show with John Tesh playing. It's called An Acoustic Christmas. Um, we've also got a couple of blues greats in February, Mr. Elvin Bishop and Charlie Musselwhite Incredible. sharing a stage. Yeah. Not long after that, we have a show uh, that recreates the Winter Dance Party, which, of course, was the tour that Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper were on when they had their fateful plane accident. So, uh, yeah, a lot of good things. We've only gotten about halfway through. Oh, you know, I've got to mention uh, Ms. Roseanne Cash, yes, one definitely. of my favorites. So she's coming back in March. We last had her in 2016. Um, phenomenal performer. Uh, she and her husband, John Leventhal, play acoustic guitars and harmonize like you know, like Everly Brothers on stage. So they're just a phenomenal act to see, especially in the intimate confines of a a theater like ours. Now, all the shows, they start at 8 o'clock? They do. We've got one matinee performance a little later in the year, um, but for the most part, they're 8 o'clock. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, all the dates, information, links to videos and whatnot are on our website, powayonstage.org. Now, part of your arts and education program, you also offer discounts uh, to students. We do, yeah. We try to make the uh, arts accessible. We offer discounts to seniors, uh, active duty military, students, and uh, due to the generous support of our friends at GEICO, we actually offer uh, half-price tickets to children 12 and under. Okay, so how can somebody help you with your mission? Come to a show. That's the first thing I like to suggest people do. Nothing shows what we do like what we do. Um, so first and foremost, we'd love to have you buy a ticket and come see a show. Um, we are a 501c3 supported by contributions from the public, so individual donations are always welcome. Um, organizations that uh, write grants in support of um, organizations with missions like ours uh, can also make gifts, so corporate gifts, grants from foundations, uh, these are things that all make up a, a you know big part of our, our operating budget. 
and and there's a membership too, isn't there? That you can become a member. Well, or being a being a donor is uh, the equivalent of being a member, and there are some there are some benefits that go with that. Um, you may be thinking of subscribers. We do yeah. sell subscriptions, and uh, you don't have to buy the entire series to be a subscriber. You only have to buy five or more shows, which I think is very very doable. Um, so when uh, when somebody buys five or more shows, you get a twenty percent discount. Um, you typically have access to the best seats. Uh, certainly, certainly you have the first option option to renew your seats next year if you subscribe and you do get invitations to some uh, subscriber only events that we have throughout the year in fact just last month we had an event at the gorgeous home of one of our supporters where we unveiled the season to our subscribers before we uh, shared it with the rest of the world so so subscribers get a little sneak peek preview and a chance to buy before the public and, and just real quickly, too, uh, once a year you have a big fundraising event. It's your, what, Taste of Our yes. Town? Yes. So, yes, Taste of Our Town um, features a dozen local restaurants, a dozen local wineries, usually a handful of breweries. Uh, it's held in June on the plaza in front of the Poway Center for the Performing Arts. It's... Uh, it's uh, it's a fabulous event. It's uh, it's it's less of a black tie formal than a more so a, a you know a casual garden party. So it's got an it's got an air of casualness. Um, you get a lot of great food, a lot of great wine and beer, and uh, a tremendous silent auction. I go a lot of these functions, and uh, you know I, I I can honestly say that our silent auction is above and beyond what I've often seen at events like this. We have amazing travel packages, golf packages, Padres ticket packages. Musical instruments, musical instrument lessons, dinners out. I mean, really, uh, you could do all your holiday shopping at our silent auction. <laughs> and info about that, of course, will be on your website, yep. right? And, and the website address again? It's PowayOnStage.org. And you are on social media. We are. Uh, search for Poway On Stage on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> all right, Michael. Always a pleasure seeing you and having you on the show, and thank you for all you do to keep the arts alive and to promote the arts in San Diego. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. That concludes another edition of Living Better in San Diego. The opinions expressed on Living Better in San Diego do not necessarily reflect the opinions and views of the staff and management of the Intercom San Diego radio stations. Episodes of Living Better in San Diego are available on this station's website. Join me next week when my guest will be from Sharp Hospice Care. Until then, I'm Gary Lee. Have a great week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.